It's first person. Huh. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. I'm at the 19th hole, fellowshipping with a few folks. My game was on, so I won by a few strokes. Cognac and a few totes. We gon' talk about our views and let the news post. Whether a hole in one or a triple bogey. Sit down and... Okay. Oh, you can see all Morgan's trophies. Dear gosh. Oh, look at that. I like it. <laughs> we've, we've packed them all away. When we moved from our farm, it was, we have, I mean, it was 25 boxes of golf trophies. You moved from what? We had a farm. You don't you know the story? Y'all don't know the story? How it happened? Oh, no, 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 no. All right. So we, we lived in Eagle Trace. We lived on the second hole. We were neighbors to Lexi Thompson and her family. So Lexi was like 14, 13, 14 years old. And Curtis and the dad and Lex would go out and play golf all the time because we lived at TPC Sawgrass. So I had them in, I had my girls in horseback riding, you know, like the stereotypical girl stuff. All right. So Ben used to have these conversations and he was like, man, your, your, your girls got to play golf and all this stuff. So my daughter started playing golf and like the ball with Lex and she was a kid. So then when Morgan got about six, um, Lexi's dad was like, put him in U.S. kid tournaments. And I was like, oh, it's hot out here. My hair is curling. <laughs> and they were like, what the heck? And then literally the girls went from shooting like 80 to shooting, well, no, what was it? Hold on. They were playing nine holes and they were shooting real crazy for like the first four games. And then all of a sudden they were shooting even par. And then as soon as they start shooting even par, then Esquire Mag, the Esquire Network got in contact with us to put Morgan in that TV show, The Short Game. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. So what, what, type, of, what type of time period are we talking about? Look at my face. Literally, she played... Not even six months of real, um, like, U.S. kids golf before the show picked her up. And then because wow. McKenna was her sister, McKenna was real good, too. And then with the personalities, it just all flowed. And Morgan asked my husband, could she buy him, could, could uh, he buy her a pony? So we were like, we need a pony. We need so, the golf clubs. We need the golf clubs. So then he's he's like um he's like listen if you win this world tournament daddy's going to get you a pony. He won the tournament by thirteen strokes, and I just looked at him and I was like, you better go to a toy store and get some big old colossal stuffed animal that we can sit her on. <laughs> he's like, no no no, we're going to get her a pony. We ended up not getting the girl a pony, moving from our golf course home to a farm seven acres and every time the kids would win a golf tournament we bought a different animal wow so for eight nine years we had 23 animals and that's why that short game show was like because they were filming that year when we had the horse the donkey the pig the goat we had so many animals it's ridiculous and to this day right now we have two dogs and i have the same tortoise that's at the zoo you know that big one that you could ride He's here in my living room. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, uh, so let me so let me get this straight. This is this is great. This is great. This is a you didn't you didn't know and, and you didn't know that and then that's how okay so it's like a great kickoff to season two. Oh, it's, it's crazy. And then like okay, so they're in golf and I'm all girly dog get out thinking that I was gonna have two cheerleaders or dancers since I was. I'm a, I'm a pageant girl, and I was in all the P. Diddy videos back in the day, and Noriega, and, and Mystical, and you name it, I was in all that crap, you know what I mean? That previous life before mommyhood. So I was like, oh, goth, hmm, these outfits aren't cute, let me fix these up. So I start blinging them out, and that's how the line started. Okay. Oh, oh yeah, and then we bought all the machines, and I started printing this stuff so that the bow and Morgan, I, we made sure Morgan's shirt had like tuxedo ruffles on it. They would wear suspenders with the hat cocked to the side, the earring. Oh, it was for me. It was a fashion show for Ben. It was athletic ability, and then it just together as a team, it just took off. Wow, man! So what's the name of your line? Kissy Couture. Kissy. Um, I'm Liberian. Yeah. You see, DC tribe, but it's K I S S I. But if you say it like a true Liberian, it's Gisi. But you say it like American, it's Kissy. I that love is, that. They know the song. So cool. nobody, everybody, they don't, yeah. So people don't. And that's what my daughter, my Morgan's name is Kumba. Hers means it's on her birth certificate. It's she, That means the second born of our tribe. And McKenna is Sia. That means the firstborn. And I'm Sia also. Wow. So my grandma spoke 10 dialects, the whole bit. I own land in Liberia. Like, I'm Liberian. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> you on this show. Right. I wasn't expecting You never you didn't know this about us? My kids are triple minorities because my husband's from Venezuela, but he's Jewish. I'm West African, but I'm Jewish. So my kids are Black, Jewish, Latin, and they're women. And then McKenna goes to Howard University, so you know I'm HBC, you mom, that. <laughs> right, you know that. You know that. We don't, so I'm like, oh, no, no, no. And no crap down nowhere. My, both of them, um, McKenna and Morgan's bat mitzvahs was African-themed. It was African and kosher food served. And everybody on the invitation <laughs> continent of Africa, and the whole entire facility was def def um, decorated African, and then we all wore true traditional West African clothes. And the invitation asked everybody coming to her bat mitzvah to wear African clothes. Nice. Everybody was tripping out. They were like, "Dude, you are." I was like, "No, we're the millennial family." I love. It. <laughs> I love. It. I was like, yeah. Let me ask this question. Oh, so, are the kids Af I'm like, no, I'm African. Like, my grandma speaks dialects. Like, yeah, like, I have the clothes. I own land. Like, what, what do you mean? I'm African. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Like, I'm for real African. <laughs> Yo, yeah, well, like, <laughs> you know, people like, are, I was like, no, I'm like, my, my name is Sam. So people are like, oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And then they're like, but, but Ben's Rodriguez, but he's, and I'm like, no, Ben's, my, so Ben's my mother's mother and father, his, pater, his maternal grandmother and grandfather are Auschwitz survivors. 
So they were in a concentration camp and everything. And his grandfather's name is in the Holocaust Museum in DC. Because he was one of the first people that Hitler took and then survived the entire time in a concentration camp. So I tell my daughters all the time, I was like, God gave you a destiny. Those, both of those people survived a concentration camp. I said, and then look at, I said, look what I came from. You know, my family went through a lot because they were in the government in our country and coup movements. And that's how they all had to hurry up and come to the United States. So I was like, bye baby. I was like, y'all have to do greatness. Like it's, it's, you have to do something great. I said, and tell the world all this stupidity with racism, yeah. <laughs> over religion, psh, not out the window. Both of them, I'm going to make y'all laugh at this one too. Both of them at their Jewish bat mitzvah lit candles for all my Muslim cousins. My American, you know, is Nation of Islam Muslim cousins, first cousins, and my Muslim cousins for Africa. And then Ben's best friends are from Lebanon. They lit candles. Yeah, because, okay, so in a Jewish ceremony, you light the 13 candles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They lit a candle for their Muslim relatives, and then they, we played the Habibi song, you know, heart. And then oh my, some of my cousins, like, are covered, you know? They're like hardcore Philly, New York, Muslim. <laughs> my cousin's got the beard. It's a whole bit. And they were like, yo, this, they were like, you, you, I said, no, this is who you are. Like, this is who, you know, half of mommy's family is Christian. Some of mommy's family is Jewish. Some of mommy's family is Muslim. All of daddy's family is Jewish, but you gotta, this is who you are. You gotta represent all of your family and who you are. Wow. Wow. Even if, you know, you walk out every day. Yes. You put down that you're black, that you're African. Cause that's how I said, but you know, you still know know who you are and be proud of self. Absolutely. Man. I'm like, you're not just the color of a crayon. This is my tribe. This is my country. Mommy owns land there. That's, that's, <laughs> my that's favorite food is jollof rice. Nigerian um, people from Ghana and Liberia, we fight over who has the best jollof rice. Just <laughs> all it, like, if you ever see it and you're like, what's that mean? It's like a a country thing. All these neighboring countries fight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. My best friend from middle school, he's from, uh, he was from Ghana. And I remember oh, my God. If you him. talk to him, be like, I met this girl and she said they made Oh, don't you worry. <laughs> and he'll be like, what? Absolutely. Don't you worry. I'm going to tell him. But I remember he, uh, when I went to his house for the first time, we had foo-foo. <gasps> oh, foo-foo and pepper soup. <laughs> oh, Told you, I'm the African. <laughs> But wait, but wait, let me tell y'all. So you know that Haitian people make fufu too. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yes. So that makes me question. I was like, hmm, I wonder if West African slave ships went to Haiti because Haitian people eat fufu. Uh, I would be surprised, yeah. And then if it's so funny because if you think about it, Haiti and Dominican Republic are on the same island. Right. The, um, um, the bachata music. Sounds just, just, just like Liberian music. So I'll bet somewhere in history, we went there and that's how, you know, bits and pieces of the culture is there. Right, wow. You know, I bust on everybody. I'm like, oh, y'all cultures come from Africa. (laughs) (laughs) But since you mentioned the DR Dominican Republic, we're going to take a quick break right here because uh, we have a buddy and he came out with his own cigar called The Arrival. So we just want to let people know 
that the arrival is a Dominican cigar. Yep. <gasps> That's what's up. Made by Mr. Ken Hamlin, and he's actually on his way to the DR because there's a. Uh, what is that thing called? The Pro Cigar Fest. Pro Cigar Fest. Yeah. You never heard of that? And you want to learn about cigars? You really ought to check out the, the Pro Cigar Fest. Heck yeah! Yeah, I'm, man. I'm a humidor. Shout out, shout out to Ken Hamlin. Yep. Oh, you definitely. Yeah, we do. Oh, uh, yes. I'm a cigar all day long. <laughs> so I don't know if you knew this or not, but <laughs> myself and my business partner, we own a cigar lounge, which is where we are right now. We're inside an international house in Skogies. Are you kidding me? I'm kidding you. So if you ever come to town, you and your hubby got to Yeah. Oh my gosh, I would love it. Man. Oh yeah. A cigar and a good cognac, I'm down. <laughs> you know, that's the 19th hole, right? There. That's the 19th hole right there. Oh, that's what's yeah. up. That's class, 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 class. Yeah, I, I see you right there, and I see those beautiful trophies. Uh, you don't. You don't. You don't even want to know. right there behind you. We we owned a bar for seven years, so and we owned oh. a nightclub for seven years, so wow. you know I, we got liquor for days. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> Man, so I think that was probably one of our best intros <laughs> to the show that we've had in a long time, from the farm to TPC Sawgrass to Florida. But anyway, man, we gotta we gotta introduce it. Right this time, even though that was lovely. Um, <laughs> we're here at the 19th hole, season two in full effect. I'm your host, Warren Hardy. This is my partner in crime, the golfer bro himself, Jay Reed. And we have the lovely Mr. Cole Rodriguez joining us. Kissy Couture. Did I say it right? Kissy Couture. Kissy <laughs> Couture. That's right. That's right. So I want to go, I want to go back to your story real quick, right? Sure. TPC Sawgrass, that's, that's, in, that's in Scottsdale. I mean, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Coral Springs TPC. My bad. TP, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking about when Morgan, because, you know, it was so recent that Morgan had went to St. Augustine, I mean, um, up to uh, Augusta, and that's, <laughs> no, that's where she won to go to uh, Augusta. We lived on Coral, Eagle Trace, Coral Springs TPC. There you go. Gotcha. Okay, all right. I was like, "Hey, y'all went from Phoenix." <laughs> You're like, "Wait a minute, how the heck was she going?" Yeah, I was like, "How do you have a farm?" <laughs> yeah, now and we had a farm in, in the middle of where nobody would think the farms existed. Right. So we so, were out in no man's land by no means, and that's where they used to practice all their chipping. Man, so what was so what was the initial push, or what was the initial introduction to golf? For your girls, and at, and at, and at, I'm gonna say, and at what age? In utero, because because <laughs> Ben started playing when I got pregnant with my first daughter. Okay. And he was doing um like he started doing tournaments, and then you know Maurice Allen is is my brother, so definitely. He he wasn't who he is today. He got the girls started. Um, Lex was the neighbor, so that was another different direction of a push into golf. And then we lived on the golf course, and which was fantastic about living there was all every single member I'm gonna give a hand clap to was all about my daughter's learning golf. 
So they used to go to the range in full-on ballerina attire, ballet shoes, tutus, tiaras, boas, the whole bit, and be hitting balls at two, three, four, and no one ever complained. It was They really, really, really encouraged the kids. Um, Eagle Trace, and so did uh, Country Club of Coral Springs. Country Club of Coral Springs was very big on juniors learning how to golf. And that I think if it wasn't for those two golf courses, I don't believe even with Lexi's dad or Maurice, I don't think my girls really would have stayed into golf. But okay. When it takes a village, it takes a village. And it was honestly a fantastic experience with both of those golf courses to bring them up to who they are today. So that, so that was going to be my next question, right? So what, as a parent, you got you got two girls in the game of golf. Uh, we all know golf is not an expensive sport. I mean, I'm sorry. We all know that golf is an expensive sport. Right? We don't have to get no into, joke. We don't have to get into the finances here, but I want to know what that what kind of commitment is that for for two girls, especially the time for that. Because I, I, I honest, I honestly can say I believe not until this year were we able to come down a notch when Kenneth when McKenna went off to college and Morgan is here as a freshman in high school otherwise my girls played golf seven days a week out there with them every single day and on the weekends I mean constantly no matter where we were and if they didn't even if we went out on a boat or we went fishing they came home and they did stuff indoors but it was something that they did every single day and Ben made it a a part of their daily schedule so that it wasn't even where they had the, Oh, do I have to play automatically? They knew that every single day you got to practice wow. as much as they brush their teeth. They, they knew they had to practice golf either somewhere, either you did it early in the morning, you did it in the afternoon or you did it in the evening, but somehow in the day they had to practice golf. That's why we're bogey golfers because we don't practice. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm positive you didn't have uh, uh, stuffed animals and balloons and all kind of crap hanging off your clay gear. <laughs> Plus, they played barefoot until they were six. Why is that? He taught them all the difference between the grass. Wow. And they thought it was a game. You yeah, know, you know, we run in and he would teach them the difference between the grass and, you know, when the sun was coming up or down and if it rained and how the grass. And I was like, what? And just as, as important as it was for the kids to meet the pro, he introduced the kids to uh, the groundskeepers. And whoever was the head of, of taking care of the grounds, my daughters would ride in, in the lawnmower or, or, you know, the John Deere with them. And that guy would teach them about the greens and how fast it is and look at this. And that was unbelievable. That's why I'm telling you, everybody along the way helped with making them who they are today. Wow. 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 I'm speechless. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people play golf. A lot of people want to succeed, but a lot of people don't do the work. And it seems like your not only your girls, but your family has done the work. And that's why I, I, I say it's a, it's a group effort by all means. Yeah. Yeah. By all means, yeah. I'm, I'm cool. So and then, you, then you got the little salt, this uh, kissing couture. So you know, got, <laughs> I, that's the that's and the that's because you know, <laughs> as a mom, I was like, no, we got to bling this out. This has to be blinked 
I want so, more food than this. Yeah. So, so was there ever a point, you know, I, I understand it, you know, as, as a parent myself, right? I understand that there's, you know, we want to put our kids in, in sports. Obviously, you guys have the golf course there. You know, your kids are going. They're, you know, like you said, they're, they're in ballerina outfits on the, on the driving range. It's, it, it looks good on there. You know, they're in it. At what age would you say, you know, you and your husband said, okay, this is no longer, you know, just for extracurricular activity. We actually see something in these girls. Let's really, let's really, let's really push. Let's really, let's really put our time, our finances, the effort, the community. Let's really put something behind these girls and elevate them so they can go somewhere in this game. What, what, I what, said what, between what? eight and ten years old. Okay. Okay. But as but it, as much as they did that, they had the the leeway and the freedom to do piano lessons and guitar, le you know what I mean? To really see what your strength is. And no matter what I seem to put them in, I, I felt as though, and so did he, that golf was their strength. And I believed, and he believed, you know, we would ask them if they wanted to be a professional golfer. And they were like, you know, McKenna has always wanted to be a neurosurgeon. And Morgan's crazy butt used to want to be a fighter or opera singer. So <laughs> we'd be like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, Ben was like, that's fine. You can do those things in life. You're always going to be able to shop with mommy when you're adult women. But golf is something that we can do as a family, no matter if you have spouses, if you have children. This is we're going to do this as a family, always sport that we can do no matter what age we are. And he was telling them, even if you don't want to be a professional golfer, this is great for a business move later on in life. So you said between the ages of eight and ten. Yeah. Uh, can you talk about like maybe some of the characteristics or just certain things about their game? Were you were you their all game like, trend, their game between? But they started so young, maybe. Do you know what I mean? But their game changed tremendously between eight and ten, and then the game changed again when the hormones kicked in because then it became them learning how to deal with. They went from crying when they would have a bad shot and getting all upset to then learning how to breathe through the, you know, breathe through it and deal with it. And this is life. And then we went back into, oh, oh, oh. and I used to be like, what in the world? And, you know, it was the early teenage years of learning how to control your hormones. And I used, my big thing, I used to tell McKenna, listen, you want to be a neurosurgeon. If your patient codes on the table, you don't throw your hands up and start crying and freaking out and having a panic attack. I said, so when you get that ball in the bunker, calm down, breathe it through. No one is going to help you in the OR. This is all you. You're the head surgeon. I said, so you have to think where you're going to put the ball to get it up on the green and then what's your next shot? I said, so think of this as your foundation and it's preparing you to be a neurosurgeon. I said, Morgan, she finally wanted to be a lawyer. Same thing. When the judge doesn't agree with what you have to say, you can't sit there with your client and bust out crying. Learn, calm your emotions, find the solution, and keep it moving. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that's, I think golf helps all children with, and I mean, come on, adults, you know how it is with your emotions when you hit the ball and it stalls, and, you know, people get pissed. Adults curse, kids cry. Oh, yeah. 
Facts. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, it's, like, it's a lot. And if you're not in the team. Because it's like when uh when golfers, even us weekend hackers, you know, we want to go from shooting hundreds to nineties or nineties to eighties. It's so important to to know that you're gonna have a bad shot, right? but you cannot allow that bad shot to control your entire game. It's just one shot. And that's the beautiful thing about golf. You can always the next shot can be great. That's what we're like, it's 18 holes. What are you doing, baby? It's 18 holes. Suck it up. It's 18 holes. But I used to, don't, don't laugh. I used to do cartwheels every time they did a, got a birdie. Let's see. So that was the joke. And then, you know, whoever they were with, even though they were competitors, I would do cartwheels for who got a birdie. And then if they got a bogey, I was on the sides. Uh, what was it? Why well, I used to have to do the nene on the side and I'd be dancing. And I'm the loudest mom out there. And I'd be like, at the end of the day, I understand this is a gentleman's sport. We're here to be quiet, but they're children. Hey, you like, know what I mean? And I'd be, you know, I'm that, I'm, trust me, if kids a birdie or eagle, you're like, ooh, that's Nicole, no matter what hole. I'm like, but that's a, you bring up you bring up a good you bring up a good topic, right? You know the you know the rah rah for for Rudy R. He he made it. He brought it. While you said that statement, you know they were at the waste management. You know. Oh, that's we, awesome! I want to go. See, I do too. I just want to be a part of that. And I think that we're we're starting to come into an age of, of golf where the crowd is starting to be more involved. I mean, you have you have a lot of young guys on tour now, and they. And they want that, you know. They want that. Yes, and I made this shot. You know, look at you. Look at what I did. The crowd behind it. Um, so I'm all for it because you're. you're I think it hypes you. Oh yeah, you're you're practicing hard. You want people to cheer. Yeah. You want. I mean, I I like it when I hit a good shot, and I hear my buddies say, "Oh man, great shot." Or if I hear Reed say, oh, shit, you smoked that. Yeah, good shot. You, that, 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 makes you, that makes you feel good. Yeah. I want it. I agree. So I'm all for it. And then, you know, like you say, at, at DPC, they, they're throwing beer. <laughs> Can you imagine? They had the beer shower. <laughs> the hole in one, the beer shower. But, you, but it just, you know, it gets everybody pumped up and hyped. And I think that. Not that that's missing from juniors, but it should be like one hole that you can do it on, or on the 18th hole you're allowed to do it on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it will pull kids up. Because right. it's the only sport, you know, you go to any world event and there's 300 kids out, and I mean, you, you can hear a pin drop. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, but then at the same time, there has to be a downtime, that hoorah time. You know what I mean? That, And that's why I like some of the, some of the, uh, tournaments we would go to when they would have a party and it was that time when they could you know dj was there or somewhere outside and they all ran and they screamed and, and they got it out they got to be kids and then you know they come back and they're like baby professionals nice <laughs> i want to uh also want to uh i want to take my hat off to your daughter uh reed before this before this interview uh reed was able to show me the um the brief uh, interviews that, that she did on Scratch with, with yes, oh my Kenna, yes, my eldest daughter. Yep, uh, one was an LPGA player, another was yes. a champion. Yeah, forgive me if I don't remember their names, but it's a yeah, she was with Mariah Stackhouse. Yeah. Yep, yes, and uh, I want to say 
I really, really respect my hats off to how you all raised her. She, Thank you. I didn't know who she was prior to, you know, meeting you. I already thought, man, she's a professional. <laughs> but not, but not, but not, know some, not necessarily how much, how well she played, but how she carried herself, right? Very, very. I mean, strong black woman. All everyone on Thank the you. Every, everyone on that interview, the way she spoke, the way she carried Thank herself, you. the way she gave you know props to those that before her, and that's how you know when she was like, "Hey, I want to be a neurosurgeon at 32." I was like, "Oh, damn, she's <laughs> she's on it." I, I, I tell him, I said, you know, you got to be a triple threat when you walk in the door. Yeah. So, like I say, hats off. I just. Thank I, you. I, I thought the whole interview was great, but then when Reed was like, oh, that's, you know, that's Nicole's daughter right there. She said, Howard. If he never would have said that, I'd have just been like, I'd have just watched it and been like, man, this is. Really? This, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just three or four black women. Yeah. Professionals playing the game of golf, having an interview, doing what they love to do on the course. Thank you. I mean, there was no, you know what I mean? There was no drop-off from either woman during that interview in terms of, like you say, professionalism, the way they carried themselves, the whole night, and and and, and they all had fun. I mean, yes. they, were, they were still laughing. They were still, you know, taking shots, doing whatever, and I loved it. I mean, I loved it. So it was it was a good day. I got I got fly on the wall. Nice. <laughs> As Ben and I can get, we're like, ooh, ooh, can we go? Can we go? <laughs> so did you get to go to Augusta? Wall. <laughs> huh? To go to Augusta? Oh. <laughs> what? I did this. I did the, the. What do you call it? The angel on the grass. <laughs> really? Yeah. When we when we went. For Morgan, we got to, first of all, when she won the TPC one, that was the day after my birthday. So she says, mom, I'm going to do this as your birthday gift. And I was like, well, sweetheart, I don't want you to be under that kind of pressure. You just, your best. You know what I mean? You got, you know, the parent, you got here. That's great enough for me. Blah, blah. And then every time she would go up and it was her turn, I would walk away. Because I couldn't even watch. I was like, and she goes, Mom, I'm the one hitting the ball, not you. <laughs> and then I would hear the crowd. And I would be like, oh, my God, is it my kid? Is that my kid? And then it was awesome because then we get to Augusta. And I was like, yo, this is Disney World for golf. Straight up. This, I was in awe with just everything about it. And big props to those men that walk it. Because, woo! It's like I can't even walk, and I exercise every day. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't even walk five holes. My legs are killing." Oh man, that walk is something. Oh. I was like, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "The men and women that walk this and play in a game and have to practice." I said, "Let me tell you." I said, "Don't," because I, I used to say to people, people would say, "Oh, golf isn't a sport." And I'd be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> go play golf with my kids and go walk. Absolutely. Keep it calm. Swing the ball in the heat, in the rain. Don't tell me. I, I want to say walk a bus then. You tell me it's not a sport. Absolutely. Man, so, so that whole experience, how long were you all there? We were there um, the first day we were there. I think more, 
like three days okay. to see the guys in their practice room. Gotcha. And that that was awesome to see too, how they practice. You know, you have this idea of how they practice, but I'm like, holy crap. I said, you see how when Daddy spills out the bucket of balls and makes you hit them all? I said, that man is doing the same thing. I said, now, I said, that's that's how you, I said, practice makes what? Perfect. I said, now you see. They don't play. And I mean, from early in the morning to when we came back later on, I'm like, wow. I said, Phil Nicholson never moved from the spot. I don't think he's there. I was like, this is unbelievable. It was unbelievable. I'd have to I'd have to look for myself, but is your the, the, the oldest girl, the ones that the one that's at Howard. Yeah. Shout out shout out to Howard, HBCUs and devices. Uh, so with does she play any tournaments down south? Is she coming down south for any tournaments? Yeah, yeah. I'll forward you. I'll forward you her, uh, the new schedule coming up for this spring. Yes. I think and you might... know, Steph Curry. Steph Curry is the reason that Howard has a golf team. Yeah, yeah. I see driving Curry. force behind that, and I give him kudos. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> if it wasn't for him. There, I mean, it's unbelievable, and and her coach, oh my gosh, he's he's phenomenal too. Yeah. Okay, I, mean, yeah. I I couldn't have chose a better environment, better university for my child. She thanks me almost every day, and it's going into her second semester. She says all the time, "Thank you, thank you, thank you for sending me here." Out of every school in the nation. I'm so glad you chose, you know, as a family, we chose Howard University for me to go to. She loves it there. Loves it there. It's, H it's HBCU, but... And she's cool. Don't laugh. I don't know if y'all know the secret. Everybody on the golf team, boys and girls, are nerds. No one has under a 3.8 GPA. Oh, that's wow. That's respect. Yes. So I'm like, the world needs to know not only do these kids at Howard play golf, but they're like ridiculously smart. So I was Shout like, look at the future. Wow. Shout out to Howard. <laughs> McKenna has a 4.0 after her first semester. And, you know, he's a biology major and chemistry, no, chemistry minor and computer science minor. Right. <laughs> Now for now for your baby girl. That one was a trip. Uh, she's a freshman in high school. At Florida Atlantic University has a high school. And their their situation is you graduate, if you choose, you can graduate with your high school diploma and your bachelor's degree. Okay, you had to explain <laughs> that. You had to explain yeah. that. So you graduate. So you graduate FAU High with your high school diploma and your bachelor's degree. So freshman year, she's at the high school. Tenth, eleventh, and twelfth, she straight goes to the college campus and goes to class every day with the college students. And her major is philosophy. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's something new to me. <laughs> uh, we don't. I don't. I don't play when it comes to education. Cause I'm like, a, you're you're a minority woman. You got to come in strong. I said, hey. best at every single thing you can be. I said, mommy wants you to be in, uh, uh, eloquent. I want you to be well read. I constantly McKenna has read since August 267 books. 
schoolwork. Morgan has read not, she's not like Hannah, but she's read, I think, 40. Yeah, to me, knowledge of power. No one can take Absolutely. that away from you. Absolutely. 100%. You know, I say, I say golf, I love it, but something can happen to you and you may not be able to play at the level you play at. I said, but knowledge, no one can take that away from you. So now you got me. Mm. I mean, it's not a golf question, but so if she graduates with the bachelor's degree and she's still, I mean, she's still going to be 18 years old when she finishes, you know, high school and college theoretically. So can she still She go would go, she could play golf. She would just do it in graduate school. Or she oh. could go and get a dual degree. Right. That's going to be my next question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's that's, no, that's options. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Morgan, the little one wants her MBA and her law degree. The bigger one wants her PhD and her MD. Gotta want to write that. Don't get all the abbreviations. You can. Right <laughs> now. Wow. Man, I, this this interview was great. It, 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 I could already see a part two. Uh, we gotta we 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 gotta, we gotta get your husband on. Uh, okay, that's no problem. He lo- he'll lo- he loves that. That's been on because if it's you know the, the little snippets here and there about what he's done, I definitely want to get his side of the story. Um, I mean, it's just yeah, this is definitely a part two. Um, send us the schedule. Sure. But, yeah, before before we sign off here, I want to do you play golf and what's in your bag? Look at this. <laughs> okay, so the joke is. <laughs> two bags and how I play golf is they drop the ball down and I hit it they take the cart or I have to go pick it up and drop the ball again where they put their ball or else they say oh my gosh we'll be out here all day mom <laughs> and everybody laughs they're like what I said listen I was a great spectator a great Caddy with cue cards, or as I say, valet. But I was like, me playing golf? I'm like, oh, I don't know how you do it. I said, I don't know how you do it. And I said, this is why I see why you're screaming. I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, no, mom, calm down, breathe it through. (laughs) That's when they get me back. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I tell them all the time, I'm like, you have so much more mental strength than I do. I said, because we'll see. Oh, and they're like, ah, I was like, yeah, you guys are going to be, I said, you're going to leave me in the dust because you're unbelievable with the mindset. Yeah, I'd be one of the offers out there cursing up a storm, hitting a tree, all kind of crazy (laughs) stuff. That would be, that would be me. So you'll fit right in with us. You'll You'll fit right in. Welcome to the movie. (laughs) Or I'd just be somewhere doing shots or something. It sounds awful.
We're signing off. Once again, I'm, I'm Warren Hardy, the golfer bro himself, Nicole Rodriguez. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> right. Bye. It's first person. Huh. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. You can be me, you can beat me to the 19th hole. The 19th hole. I'm at the 19th hole, fellowshipping with a few folks. My game was on, so I won by a few strokes. Cognac and a few totes. We gon' talk about our views and let the news post. Whether a hole in one or a triple bogey. Sit down at the round table, get to know me. Black excellence, living holy. Golf carts get driven slowly while we picking stogies. We at the clubhouse for another episode. The shoes I wear when I play, they are retros. I got reach out in Pebble Beach. Find cigars and some leather seats, and you can let us be.